It is the Brotherly Love Podcast, Anchor.fm. What's good, everybody? Joe Donald, John Mita with you. Appreciate you tuning in as always. And, uh, well, a lot of positivity in the Philadelphia football world of things, at least. John Mita, how the hell are you? Well, I mean, let's bring it back two weeks ago when I gave my live prediction from the parking lot, eh? As the Canadians say, eh? I, I predicted a little 34-9 action. We ended up with 35-10. I was a slight bit off, but, you know, I just want to not pat myself on the back, but pat myself on the back, Joe. Yeah, um, why not? Your predictions have been better than mine. I've, <laughs> I haven't feared too many games, but I also haven't picked them to beat teams by double digits with regularity like you have, and more <laughs> often than not. Um, I'm pretty sure the Eagles have covered the spread, so to speak, and you've been pretty darn close. So, wow. yeah, good job there. Exactly. Uh, so, all in the world is good as far as Philadelphia Eagles being 12-1. But real quick, I want to sh- give a shout-out to um, a great college football coach, or maybe above average, and but great sports personality. Mike Leach passed away, the head college football coach from, from Mississippi State. And real quick, listen, one of the most epic YouTube videos of all time, and a lot of our listeners are male. We do have some female listeners. But if you ever hear Mike Leach's wedding advice to one of his players, it is probably the most epic three minutes on YouTube. I mean, it is. It's unbelievable. It's one of my favorite videos of all time. But in all seriousness, um, you know, he basically passed away to a – he had a, a heart problem, went to the hospital. But he's going to be missed. He, he sounds like he was an extremely intelligent guy, but I just wanted to throw that out there because if anybody's always looking for a good laugh, you look at this video, it, it's one of the my top ten of all time. But anyway, so. Well, I appreciate huh? you sneaking Breaking that in. Breaking news here, defensive coordinator Zach Arnett's expected to sign a four-year deal with Mississippi State. You know, we don't break great news often, but, you know, there's a new coach at Mississippi State. So, looks like wow. he's waiting in the wings. But anyway. Well, that's Sorry. a tough way to take over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the kids said they wanted to play in the bowl game. So, And there's been some people that left. Listen, he wasn't a coach for everybody. I don't right. want to sugarcoat this, okay? Yeah. I mean, some might say he was a bit of an ass, but it sounds like if you really got to know, like similar to like Belichick, right? From the, the, the facade from outside, you're like, oh, man, this guy's an ass, you know, like not a great guy. But then you hear stories of people that get to know him when he's not on camera, and they're like, nah, Bill Belichick's a pretty good dude. So, yeah. Well, but I would say this a little bit I know about Mike Leach is that he's the opposite of Belichick on camera. But your point being right, right. that, you so, know, oh, yep. look at this guy. Right. right? Like, very how true. can he be likable? Yet, ultimately, those that know him best find him very likable. That, uh, I'm assuming that's what you're saying. Yes, 100%. You nailed it. All right. Um, we'll get, all bring right. it back to the birds. Yeah, but let's let's start right. with this. Rather right. than talk about the waxing of the Giants, which was spectacular, uh-huh. shout out to Tuna. Tuna was one row off the oh, Eagles sideline somehow in the Meadowlands. Tuna. Uh, funny, funny my phone number got lost on that invite. Yeah, no, that's weird, kidding. huh? That's weird. <laughs> um, he doesn't listen, so we don't have to worry about him getting upset. Ah, that. nice. We got a lot of friends off. like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was a row off the sidelines for the birds, stomping of the G-men nice. in their building, which is just spectacular. That game was never in doubt. It was varsity against JV, so we don't have to spend too much time on that. In fact, I'd like to begin with the other way. Quickly, bear 
on Sunday. Trap game, are you at all concerned, John Mita, or is this another no. foot-on-the-throat bird's route? Listen, okay, there were some comments that come out of the media recently by some knucklehead that plays football in Dallas. This team is locked in. They don't care about what anyone says. They don't care about the national media and not getting praise like the 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. They're locked in. They take it one game at a time. It's a cliche saying, but I, I really believe that's the message. Is did this team stick by? And I know the quarterback sticks by that message. Yeah. So, no, they're going to throttle the Bears. Then we're going to go into Christmas Eve, and then we're going to separate the whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you took the high road there. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> um, the I'm with you. I, I think they win this game pretty easily on Sunday. I mean, unless – 200 yards and you know right they get a bunch of turnovers like i don't see any way the game's close they just the bears lack talent the eagles have tons of it so this is a game you just hope they stay healthy they don't That's get it. any bad habits and they get the uh as we'd say in hockey they get the two points right get the w get out of there healthy and get ready for christmas eve in dallas which is what everybody's waiting for now they did game gain a game on the vikings over the weekend almost gained one on the cowboys which would have meant that even just winning this Sunday might have clinched everything for Philadelphia. Not the case as the Cowboys uh, snuck out that win over the pesky Houston Texans. I mean, what a disaster. Dallas bandwagon, they forget that most people wrote them off after week one when Dak Prescott got hurt for a month. Uh, Most people forget that they just snuck out a win over the Texans, that they got pasted by the Green Bay Packers. Everybody wants to forget all that. And that's fine. Let them continue to talk about the other teams and not the birds. I think that's the way, especially Jalen Hurts would want it. And I'm fine with that too. This football team's legit, John Mita. It's NFC Championship game or bust at this point. It's home field advantage throughout or bust. And I expect them to take care of business on Sunday. And then we get ready for Christmas Eve and see where the, you know, yeah, see well, what's what. And the good news is it looks like Dallas Goddard, he's coming on off IR, which I know all you football fans out there, you know, you had to sit at least a, a minimum of four games. Then you get designated to return to practice. They have already given the green light there. So just to get another weapon back, I mean, when he comes back, the way they're firing, I mean, they are literally firing on all cylinders. But, I mean, the Giants have a decent defense. Now, don't get me wrong. They're missing two key starters, Dory Jackson, a decent corner, and their best defensive lineman, D-tackle, Leonard Williams, I get it. But, I mean, they absolutely manhandled that team. Just, like, abused them on every level. And, again, some of the throws that Jalen Hurts is making, I'm, and the one Devontae Smith that might have thought it would have been a touchdown, but he couldn't get that second foot in. I mean, it, it's just been remarkable yeah. how well he's been playing from week five on. Just accuracy, making the right decisions. I mean, he's in full – listen – the only way the Eagles, I think, lose a game from here on out is if they beat themselves. And when I say beat themselves, I mean they turn the ball over like crazy. Penalties. Penalties. Yeah. Do something stupid. Now, special teams, right? You look at this team like, three weeks ago, you're like, Jesus. The Achilles heel of the football team is the special teams. I don't know if they're listening to the podcast or perhaps they've been listening to, you know, the radio and the radio waves of Philadelphia. But the last two weeks, man, they've stepped up in a monumental way. The coverage teams have been good. They brought somebody off the practice squad who reminds me of Timmy Houck, the bullet train, Luther Ellis. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah, old Timmy Houck. Hey, number 45. You know, from Montana. And then 
Who throws these kids? Oh, vandals. So, but anyway, nice. I digress. But he's, I mean, it's just, and Brennan Covey, there's that Brennan Covey sign. My man against the Titans looked like a totally different pump returner. Yeah, so, and he carried that into the Giants game. And he said yeah. he needed some confidence or one good run yeah. gives you some confidence, and it does look like that That's way. it, he's and less, it looks like he's less hesitant. On, he's less hesitant, making up his mind quicker. We all know the speed of the game is completely different from the NFL level to the college level. And and he just – he's made, and listen, they're blocking better, okay? It's a cohesive – when it comes to special teams, you need every – you need all 11 players to do their job. And it looks like they've been doing it. Michael Clay, the defensive – you know, the special teams coach, clearly got on their asses a little bit, and 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 they're, and they're producing. So, right now, this team is on track. We're full speed ahead. And I got a little, little – I'm going to throw a little another bold prediction. I think Dougie P goes into Jacksonville this weekend and gets it done in big D-town in Jerry's world. How about that? Well, listen, and after the – is it after the Eagles game? They play the Titans on a short week. They play the Titans, and they still have the Washington Commanders who are pretty yeah. formidable, and they'll be playing for their playoff lives. So yeah, and I think and, that's and, the last even Thursday Tennessee. night football game of the year when Dallas right. and Tennessee – you know right. how Thursday night goes, and Tennessee right now is leaking oil. Right. You know, there's a good and, chance that they're uh, right. They'll be fighting for their playoff lives, right. and, and you know, kind of to win their division. Because who's in their division, right? It's they got Tennessee, you got Indianapolis. They stink. Um, you, uh, oh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville yeah. right? And and he, Jacksonville, Houston, Indianapolis. So you know to win that division. So you know they're going to be playing hard down the stretch and. Mike Vrabel is one of those coaches. He's just not going to let his teams give up. So, no, the cap. that's why it's crucial to stomp the Bears, go into Big D, make a statement, and then we could have things locked up and maybe we could rest some people the last game of the season. I don't know. Yeah, but. I hear you. I think that's the way it plays out, or at least crystal ball, and that's what you got to hope the Bears are focused on as well. All right, give me a final score in Chicago. All right, Chicago. Man, the train keeps on rolling. Doot, doot. All right, we're going to go with a little 38 to 16. All right. All right. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to go 30. I was going to go 13. Uh-huh. But if you think the Bears could score possibly two touchdowns, you know, I'm going to go 30 to 17. Well, notice how I went one touchdown and three field goals. Yeah, but you, you know <laughs> what I mean, points-wise. Points I wise. gotcha. I so gotcha. I'll go 30 to 17. Eagles uh, game pretty much not in doubt from the, gosh, third quarter on. I hope it's sooner than that, but um, we shall see. We shall no, see. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, let me ask you a question, Joe. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is going to be eligible for an extension as soon as the season, the regular season ends. My question to you is, do you do the deal now? Or do you wait until the off season to do the deal? What? What? You mean as soon as like soon as the soon as they get done ends? playing the Saints, he's eligible for an extension. Do you do the deal then? I thought the Giants was the last game of the year. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. You're right. <laughs> okay. So after the last regular season game, yes. No, exactly. I don't do anything. Really? Okay. No, I don't do anything. But because here's I don't the think he's going to want to do anything. Why okay. would he want to? Oh, knowing, wow. knowing how he approaches things. Well, that's true. But let, let me rephrase the question again. 
Do you I don't care. Tenni- if they win a Super Bowl and it and goes then- up $2 million a year, I don't care. $5 million a year, I don't okay. care. Okay. At the end yeah. of the day, if right. he wants to be paid like a top five quarterback, and if uh-huh. he continues to play like this, he has every right to want that. Right. Then you just got to deal with it. You just got to okay. deal with or, it. You got to pay him. Well, or the, the, look at the flip side of the equation and like, like, you know, Lamar is coming back for injury, but some of these guys have bet on themselves, gotten injured, and then maybe the payday goes down. That's the, the, the flip side of the equation on that side. Yeah, I don't oh, can't well. worry about any of that. No, I got you. Season's I over. Agree. You know, a couple days uh-huh. after the parade, you sign yeah. Jalen Hurts to a monster contract. Right. And you let Howley work his magic to keep the roster as intact as possible, given the financial constraints that would then become a reality. Gotcha. I'm with That's you. how I handle My it. My old thing is if it's $20 million extra dollars, and I don't know what the number is going to be, does that cost you a starting safety? Does that cost you a starting defensive Well, it sure it does, but I also don't think that Jalen Hurts is that type of guy. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think. I, mean, I don't think he's going to take a discount, but I hear you. Well, I'm yeah. not saying. But I mean, a discount, Jesus, seriously, but though. But you don't have. And all like, like you I can't, mean, you can't survive on twenty million dollars a year. What was Tom Brady making all those? Oh, years? I, believe me, with all the endorsements, this guy's yeah. still like. Hurts, I, I does, Hurts doesn't have a lot of endorsements. No, but right I mean now. that's I and, that then, and that's why and that's why you like to think that he might take a little bit. Because he can know, you know, and they can always tear up the deal and do something different just to keep the town intact. Because, you know, there was another point raised, which I think was very um, prophetic. Is it is this going to be the most talented team Jalen Hurts ever plays on in his career? And that's another great question. Because well, it's hard to top. Hard to top. Right. Exactly. You know, so. But yep. time will tell, my friend. Bottom line is, they play into February, and he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid no matter what, right? With the year he's having. But you win the MVP, you win the Super Bowl. You know, if that means an extra five million a year, it ain't my money. Um, and this is why we pay Howie the big bucks to be the weasel that he is and figure it out. We all deal draft picks, and that's you it. Know. You, you got to draft well. That's if how you. If, oh, God, that's well. how you. That's how you sustain yeah. this. But if you're. If your line needs to be younger, right? Your D line or your O line has to be mostly rookie deals for right. a couple of years right. to help to help kind of ease the pain. Then that's what you do. That's you know, all. you you discard an older player, you restructure some contracts, you hit on your draft picks, and away they go. Exactly. That's where I'm at. All right, we got five minutes here on the fills. Trey yep. Turner, yep. Walker, the Mets uh, starting pitcher coming over. Two big deals. Trey Turner, obviously the biggest one. He was the coup de grace. He was the number one free agent fielder, right, non-pitcher. Phillies land him. It'll help ease the blow of Bryce Harper being out for a while. What do you think of Trey Day coming to town? I mean, how can you not love it? This was probably a dream of many Phillies fans. Obviously, we know it was a dream of Bryce Harper's, right? I mean, you know what was the best thing, Joe, when we were discussing our run, and even some of our friends said it, um, it's like apparently the, the news are coming out, and obviously I know you're in Minnesota, but from what the general manager was saying, like every free agent they talked to on the phone, there was interest in playing here. So that run, you got to give big kudos to the fan base here. You know yeah. what they did from, you know, September into October just to make people they're like, you know, you could feel the energy through watch. I mean, you could just feel it. Yeah. And when has anyone? 
you know, besides Bryce Harper, I mean, how many free agents be like, listen, there's only one place I want to play, and that's Philadelphia. And, like, you got to love that. And Bryce Harper is one of the most fantastic recruiters of all time. You yep. know, who's a better GM, Bryce Harper or Howie Roseman? That, that question has been discussed. But, mm-hmm. but no, but to get a guy like Trey Turner, he's everything that this lineup was missing, right? Yep. Somebody that and can defense. lead off. And the defensively, defense well. he's great, yeah. right? Base Got running. The range. Base he running. stole 21 bags last year. That's it, and Rob right? Thompson likes to run way more than Girardi did, so I like it from that standpoint too. But I, I will just piggyback real quick on what you said because sure. I don't know a lot about Trey Turner's game. Like I feel like sure. I haven't watched him a lot, right? So right. I was pulling up his stats the other day. Right. You know, average was down right. a little Contact bit. Contact strike, hitter, strikeout strike guy. Right. But you know, his power numbers were up last year. Like you know, there's the fluctuation in a season, right? I mean, that's that's life. That's baseball, especially baseball, for crying out loud. But I like it because this is where he wanted to be. You know, he wants – there wasn't a twisting of the arm. He wanted to be in Philadelphia. Philadelphia lands in him, period, end of sentence. To me, this guy's won. He's been in the postseason countless times. Uh, for the most part, he's pretty durable, knock on wood, and he wanted to be here. That's enough for me. Glad they could get it done and certainly will help, as I said earlier, uh, with Harper not being able to swing a bat for a while maybe not being able to play the field for a while, too, after the surgery. No, absolutely. I mean, it's it, – you just – listen, they fulfilled some huge needs. Obviously, Gene Segura getting go. You're going to move Stott over to second. Trey Turner's going to play shortstop. It's just – and it's great to have another bet because we're definitely going to be without Bryce Harper for a little bit. But the fact that this guy can bat leadoff, huge. He's a contact hitter. He, he, he does everything, right? Like, he's yep. kind of like – He's a baseball player, man. Listen, it is going to be a ridiculous comparison. So anybody that wants to, you know, hit me up on Twitter and just, just destroy me. But like, like, like a Cal Ripken, you know what I mean? Like a Paul Molitor, like somebody like has that type of ability. Now I'm not saying he's those guys, but he's a great. Are you saying that because he's a little bit more of a throwback player? Yeah, to me, I, and again, I don't know much about him. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like I, other I mean, than I knowing was, he's a stud, well, just, I thought you were going to go Chase Utley. Well, I mean, very again, similar just to, middle infielder, right? Hits, no. hits high two hundreds, low three hundreds. Right, and he's going to love playing in this bases. ballpark. He's right, gonna love not going to cheat the game. Right, exactly. And listen, we're going to need range because with with the shift, you know, now that I'm getting rid of the shift, you're going to want some people that that have some range. So. No, I mean, it, was he the best defensive adult? No, but as far as a hitting, uh, a player that can hit, he was probably the best out of all of them. So, no, I'm super pumped. Well, and then the Giants just signed Correa this morning, yeah, and they gave but, him more money and right. more term. Well, the, that's the other thing, right? Now, San Diego was offering $342 million, But you know how much I love the state of California, okay? $40 million of that would have went in, uh, you know, state income tax. So, Another reason why he said, that's where it's not it. Uh, San Diego, see you later. So that's another reason why he Was that the here. Padres guys? You mocking those Padres Yeah, guys? man. Yeah. yeah. They're like, that is the primary reason why they, he didn't sign there. Also, listen, here's what also comes down to, right? His wife is from Flemington, New Jersey. They wanted to be on the East Coast. They have a house in Florida. So and when it comes to spring training, so... There were some other factors, um, and Bryce's wife, and I'm sure his wife are really good friends. But, but all in all, a lot of people wanted to play here. 
And, and that we gotta love that, right? Because yeah. listen, this is not the easiest place to play. Okay, I mean, we—I think everyone knows that. Yeah, big time. So, anyway. yep, not easy. And and hopefully, you know, I just hope that the fans latch on a little sooner than, you know, maybe last year. Yeah, yeah. That was well. I think I think. Listen, by where they finished, by the signings. And even, you know, real quick, I know you got to get out of here with the Taiwan Walker. Now we have another legitimate starting pitcher. When we get into playoff series, when you have to play seven games, you don't have to start anybody on short rest. And obviously they're going to bring up Painter. Painter's going to come up. It'll probably be your fifth starter at the eventually. So, but that was another good signing. Kind of came out of nowhere. I've always liked him as a pitcher. So that was decent. Yeah, and you have to keep in mind, too, with a kid like Painter, um, you know, innings limit, first year in his career right, or what exact, have you. So, right, perfect you gotta, guy to throw in the know, fifth starter role at the end of the you year. You wonder how long. Middle of the know, year. Right, late, exactly. Late in the season, is he getting right. shut down or whatever. So, um, all right, Johnny, made a good stuff, brother. As always, Joe, we killed it. And uh, I, I this, you know, this football season, it's just like, I mean, how great has this been? I mean, there's only been one week out of 13 weeks where we've been miserable. So, yep. thank you, Philadelphia Eagles. Thank you, Howie Roseman. Thank you, players. And, hey, thank you for all of our listeners, the Bright Love Comcast, that have supported us through the year. We're going to keep on going strong into the next year, and hopefully it's even better than this one. Yeah, this might be the last, just based on the holidays and stuff, this might be our last one for uh, of right. 2022, John Meter. You might be right on that. We'll so, be amping it up, amping it up. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy New happy. Year. Godspeed, and uh, go Birds. Go Birds. All right, appreciate everybody tuning in. For John Meter, Joe O'Donnell, we'll see you Christmas Eve in Dallas. Till then, they got to get through the And Bears. Garrett Hill. <laughs> we'll, see how, we'll see how they take on the Bears this weekend. And go from there. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Till next time, we'll see.